1: A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Raise your hand if you had Devontae Adams leaving the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Hi, everybody. Great to have you here on Listen Up. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting from ESPN that the Packers are trading Devontae Adams to the Raiders for two 2022 draft picks, including the Raiders' first-round pick, which is number 22 overall. And according to Schefter, the Raiders are going to give Adams a five-year contract. Now, I'm shocked by this. I'm absolutely shocked by this. You know, you got Adams who set the Packers single-season record for receptions and receiving yards last season, all right? He has been a Pro Bowl selection in each of the past five seasons and a first-team All-Pro in the past two. Uh, He is 29, which is, I mean, he's still great, but when you look at wide receivers, and their productivity when they hit 30 and on the other side of 30, eh, but, you know, would you love to talk to Aaron Rodgers right now? Seriously. Unbelievable. Then you got Baker Mayfield requesting a trade from Cleveland, says it's in the best interest for both sides to move on. We'll see what will happen there. But, Man. I'm telling you, every time you go back and look on the Internet about something going on in the NFL, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. What? Huh. By the way, uh, the Browns, according to Jake Trotter, have told Baker Mayfield that they are not accommodating his request. You know, they're out of the Watson sweepstakes. So, you know, they need a quarterback, right? man. Unbelievable. Uh, Glad you're with me today here on Listen Up, going to a different time. Going to do it at 5 o'clock tomorrow also to get you ready for the weekend. NCAA basketball, yes, indeed. The craziness has started. So if you want to talk about that, uh, you can give me a shout right here on Listen Up. I did my rant today on Kevin Durant. What the hell is wrong with this guy? Seriously. What is wrong with Kevin Durant? I mean, a fan says, Hey, Kevin, you got to take the game over. And Durant turns around and yells at the fan. Hey, you got to shut the F up and sit down. W- what is wrong with him? Seriously. A fan says, Hey, Kevin, you got to take the game over. You got to take the game over now. And Kevin Durant, turns around and says, you got to shut the F up and sit down. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Seriously. First of all, how how sensitive is this guy? That's number one. But number two, you know, that's a fan encouraging his team and the star player. And Durant says that to the player or says that to the fan. And I did my rant on this. I said, I've heard of conduct detrimental To a team. How about conduct detrimental to the fans? How about conduct detrimental to the NBA? It's unbelievable. It really is. Oh, man. All right. The news. If you are a fan of the Golden State Warriors, he's got uh, Steph Curry has a sprained left foot. All right. And. He is expected to be back for the start of the playoffs, but this is a huge development. Curry is meeting with uh, a renowned foot specialist. He collided with Marcus Smart on the last game, all right, last night, and the MRI revealed a foot sprain. He has no structural damage, and it is believed that the injury is not serious, but it is a sprained foot. Steve Kerr called the play dangerous and unnecessary by the Celtics' Keith Smart. Quote, all right? This is what Smart said after the game. I saw the ball. I dove for the ball, trying to make a play. Unfortunately, that occurred. Hmm. Now, remember, this just happened. Draymond Green came back. Just two games ago, you got Clay Thompson, who's now back. And those three have only played 11 minutes together this season. Man, if you're a fan of the Warriors, you got to be very concerned right now. You got to be very concerned. I guess the good news is it's March 17th. Happy uh, St. Patty's Day. Um, or... Whatever, you know, tomorrow, I'm, I'm rushing it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, though, how, when I say I'm rushing it, I mean, I'm rushing the show because I want you to be able to get out tonight and celebrate St. Patty's Day if you want. Be careful, though. Um, how, how crazy is this? How crazy is this? March 17th, and the Warriors thought that they were going to be healthy, get a couple of weeks together. And the news is revealed today on March 17th that Steph Curry has a sprained foot. Now, I'd be very concerned if I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. I really would. All right, NBA tonight. All right, you've got a quiet night in the association with uh, Detroit playing at Orlando. You got NCAA basketball Uh, Taking center stage. All right. The Pistons, by the way, are, you know, I I don't know if you've been keeping uh, an eye on Marvin Bagley. You know, he's starting now for Detroit and he's not doing bad. You know, I I, I wouldn't say he's going to be on the All Star team or anything. But for instance, you know, this game approaching the half, it's 68 59 Detroit with a minute 35 left. Bagley's played 13 minutes. Uh, He has nine points. He has six rebounds. So, you know, Bagley's getting a a new lease on life with the Detroit Pistons. And good for him because he needs a new lease on life. You know, first of all, he needs to stay healthy. That's first and foremost. But, you know, if you look at his last five games, beginning with Atlanta, he had 19 points. Then he, he, he shot 56%. He had 10 rebounds. Then two nights later, 10.6 rebounds. Then against Boston, a double double with 20 points and 11 rebounds. The game before that, 15 and 8. And then against Miami, 13 and 6. So he's getting good minutes. And uh, you know, he's playing pretty well. So good for him. Good for him. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program today, you need to uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. All right. Let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, we'll get you started here on this show. It's a busy day. Hello there, sir. What's going on?
3: Hey, Grant. How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you, buddy?
3: A uh, couple things for you today, if you don't mind. I, I wanted so badly to uh, message you or send you a text uh, that it looks like the Kings are going to beat the Bulls and the Bucks, but I, I bit my tongue because I knew what was coming with two minutes left in the game with Darren Fox, Mr. Turnover, or Mr. Choke at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, Fox did not have a good game at all. I mean, he shot the ball poorly. He turned the ball over, what, nine times? Uh, you know, he hurt his hand. He hurt his hand in the game. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he was not good. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, he turned it over twice in the last two, like, minute and a half. Minute and a yep. half where he turned it over. Yep.
1: Well, yeah, it, it, was, it cost him the game.
3: Yeah, well, there goes the difference of a good player, like you always say, and an all-star. An all-star doesn't do that.
1: That's true. Uh, but, but, but in this particular instance, uh, he had injured his right hand earlier in the game. I don't know if that contributed to it, but if that's the case, he shouldn't have been on the floor. Uh, but the Kings now 25 and 46. I don't know if they're going to win 30 games this year. I don't know if uh, they're going to win 30 games.
3: It, well, hopefully not the bit better ping pong balls.
1: You would think so. I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at the standings right now, the... The Kings are clearly—I mean, this is what we do know. All right, they're going to be behind for sure. The Houston Rockets. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm talking about what we know positively. All right, I mean, where even if—even right. if, even if the, the, you got to be realistic, they're going to be behind Detroit. They're going to be behind Orlando, and they're going to be behind Houston. Okay, right. in all likelihood, they're also going to be worse, or they're going to be behind Oklahoma City who's got three more losses than Sacramento. So at, at the best, at the best, the Kings would have the fifth worst record. And then they're also, the Indiana Pacers have one more loss than Sacramento. And guess who plays Indiana coming up in a couple of days? Yeah, that's right. The Sacramento Kings. That that game could determine a draft pick. So keep your eye on that uh, coming up in a couple of days.
3: Yeah, that's really interesting. Halliburton a bonus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the game is in Indiana and, you know, you look at Halliburton and Buddy Hilda both played pretty well for uh, Rick Carlisle and the Indiana Pacers. But, right. you know, they're like the Kings. They're not very good. You know, right. that's it. They're just and, and Indiana made that deal because they're trying to hope that they found, you know, lightning in a bottle with Halliburton. They, they like him. They think he is going to be that guy. And they play coming up on Wednesday in Indiana, the Kings right. and the Pacers in indiana now when you look at indiana you know they should win tomorrow they're at houston then they have portland at home sacramento at home at memphis at toronto home atlanta denver at boston home detroit a home and home with philly and brooklyn so they don't have a lot of wins on that schedule they really don't
3: right right well my other comment was i think this jimmy g thing might be a blessing in disguise for the 49ers it's cheap insurance And then, you know, a quarterback always goes down during the season. He might be more valuable as a trade during the season than he is right now.
1: Could very well be. Could very well be. You know, he's got to get healthy first after the shoulder surgery, pass his physical, and then we'll see what happens. But that that could very well be. How about Devontae Adams, huh? Oh,
3: that's incredible. I mean, shit. Shit. You know, I'm from Yuba City, and uh, my son in law with the same high school as uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's from Chico, so I, my daughter lives up there. And like I said, they know they know a lot of their relatives and stuff like that. And uh, the brother of Aaron and everything else, and he must be pissed. I mean, he was. I pissed. can't imagine.
1: I can't he, imagine him being too happy. I'm shocked by this. I'm shocked. I really well, am. The,
3: what i heard today and it might be in the workings is that uh someone was suggesting green bay trade love now uh, to some of these teams that want a quarterback because if he was coming out in the draft this year he'd be like the first quarterback taken in the draft so they're gonna dangle love out there maybe they'll want a top-notch receiver back who knows
1: <sighs> Well, first of all, it's not a good uh, quarterback draft class this year. And quite frankly, I, I don't know why anyone would think that, you know, Love is going to be that guy. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that he's a bust because he's not a bust. He, he, we saw him play this past year, you know, the Monday night game at Kansas City. And he really didn't play that well, you know, until the end of the game. He had that nice drive. But, I boy, I, I don't know what you're going to get for Love. But anyway, Jeff, thanks, man. You have a good rest of the day, okay?
3: You too, man. Take it easy. All
1: right. I, I, when I when I saw that news, I, I actually was like, I had to like focus in and go. Now are we talking about Devonte Adams, or are we talking about another Adams? You know what I'm saying? Like, how crazy is that? That is unbelievable to me. It really is. Wow. All right. Again, I would love to hear from you. Uh, give me your thoughts here on Listen App. All you got to do is hit that. Hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right on. Again, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. And I'll tell you, if you want to talk about now, there are no more excuses for Derek Carr. None. All right? You're getting one of the best receivers in football, and there are no more excuses. Right? Now, last year, you know, after Henry Ruggs was released, you could see that the Raiders had trouble throwing the ball down the field. They lost, you know, a guy that could stretch the field. And now you have a receiver that can flat out do it all. He can do it all. No doubt about it. I just, I cannot imagine, you know, Aaron Rodgers signs the big deal, is in Green Bay, they franchise tag, Devontae Adams, and then boom, gone. I think this is a really good move for the Raiders. How about that AFC West? Huh? Mahomes, Herbert, Russell Wilson, Carr. Think about all of the top-notch players now that are in that division. You can add Devontae Adams. How about that, huh? Devontae Adams. That is a big-time Move for the Las Vegas Raiders. Big time move. All right, we update you the standings each and every day in the NBA. And you look at the Atlanta Hawks now have slipped behind Charlotte for 10th, but they're going to be in the play-in tournament. They're four games up on 11th place Washington. And in the West, you have Minnesota. They are clearly going to be the seventh team if not the sixth Clippers are locked in pretty much at eight. The Lakers are nine at 40 losses and new Orleans is 10 at 41 losses. So as the way things look right now, you would have Minnesota play new Orleans in the play-in and the Clippers play the Lakers. The Lakers are 29 and 40 and a lost three in a row. Now here's the situation with the Lakers. And I could see them falling completely out of this thing, all right? And wouldn't that be some story? You look at the Lakers' schedule, all right, in a game that was in Minnesota the other night to start a road trip. Tomorrow at Toronto, Saturday at Washington, Monday at Cleveland, home Wednesday against Philly, Sunday at New Orleans, Tuesday at Dallas, and the last day of March at Utah. How, the, how how about that schedule? Now, you could see the Lakers not making the play in tournament. Uh, the The problem is when I say problem, all the teams that the Lakers are competing with are losing too, right? Nobody wants to get into this damn thing. It's really a bad look for the league. It really is a bad look. I don't know if it's as bad as a lo- a bad of a look as Kevin Durant telling a fan to, you know, you got to shut the F up and sit down. Now, that's a bad look. That's a bad look, that's awful actually uh, it's uh, it's amazing to me what the hell Durant gets upset about. It really is. Talk about a guy being just overly sensitive. Dean, you're on with Grant Napier. Hello, Dean
4: Hi, Grant. um thanks for taking uh for having me on, but um I'm a big Raiders fan, and I'm just super excited about this pickup. Um I feel like this is gonna make us get that extra jump in. You know, maybe propel us further in the playoffs, if not a Super Bowl. I don't know if it makes us a Super Bowl contender yet, but this, you know, having Hunter Renfro as a number two now, uh, yep. Darren Waller, it's just I their offense is there. And their defense was going, you know, was getting better throughout the uh, playoffs. So I think that this acquisition is going to be really a key for Derek Carr. Well, you know,
1: it, 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 it puts them right up there. I mean, you got to look at Buffalo. Uh, and again, I'm, I know I'm speaking out of the division. You you have to look at Buffalo. Uh, Tennessee is still going to be good. You then look at every team in that division now with Russell Wilson. I mean, think about your divisional games this year. Think about the two games against Kansas City, the two against Denver, and the two against the Chargers. I mean, you, there's no division that is more difficult right now than the AFC West. So those games within your division will dictate your playoff seating, assuming you get into the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. But, you know, keep your eye on Buffalo. I thought they took a major step last year. Uh, but this AFC is going to be absolutely crazy this year. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I, I know. Crazy. I'm
4: excited. Uh, like, all the all the divisional games are going to probably be primetime games. And I, I have a question. Do you think all the teams in the uh, AFC West are going to be in the playoffs?
1: I can't I I there's no way I can make that forecast right now. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that Denver is going to be as good as everyone thinks. Yeah. Um I, I Kansas, as long as Kansas City has Mahomes on the field, you know, they've always got a chance. Now you got to remember Kansas City had a very uh, uh roller coaster type of year last season. You know, they were terrible in the first half of the season and great in the second half. Uh, but the Raiders to me got a lot better today. They got a lot better.
4: Yeah, I'm excited. Well, thanks, Grant, for taking uh for taking the call.
1: Appreciate it. Hey, Dean, thank you very much. Have a good night. Appreciate it. All right, if you want to get on, uh, hit the hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. Man, what a what a pickup for the Raiders. You know, so you give up a first round pick this year. Who cares? You you, you getting a first round pick? You know, at number 22, is that guy going to be better than Devontae Adams? Hell no. I mean, hell no. Uh, the Cowboys, they released their starting right tackle, Leo Collins. So they couldn't find a team willing to trade for Collins. So, you know, that that was interesting because they saved $10 million. And I guess the money next year against the cap will be about $9 million. I'll tell you, when you think of the Cowboys, Collins had signed only a few years ago in 2019 a five-year, $50 million deal that had guaranteed money into this season. Now, you remember a five-game suspension last year because Collins violated the NFL substance abuse policy. So that voided, I think it was about $6.5 million in guarantees. Uh, He has missed a lot of games. You know, the last two years, he's missed 21 of 33 games to injury or suspension. So the Cowboys decided that they're going to make a move. They're going to change. And their left guard, Connor Williams, agreed to a contract with the Dolphins. They have Connor McGovern who can replace Williams. They're going to have to look at the draft. But the Cowboys offensive line is going to look a lot different this coming season, a lot different. Uh, The Cowboys also reached an agreement on a two-year deal with defensive end uh, Dorrance Armstrong. So those are some moves from the Dallas Cowboys. But again, the big move today with Devontae Adams and the Raiders. still hard for me to believe that when I saw that, I was just like, what? And again, Paging Aaron Rodgers. Paging Aaron Rodgers. I mean, seriously, can you imagine what Aaron Rodgers is thinking right now? Uh, That's just amazing to me. Amazing to me. So much for appeasing your quarterback, right? The Packers have to have a plan B here. There's no way they can go into the season without, you know, a top flight receiver. They've got to have a plan B. You would think they would have a plan B. Man. You know, talking about the Bills, you know, now you have that offense with Josh Allen. And you go out and get Von Miller. You know, the Bills are all in. They're going all in. And the AFC is absolutely loaded. Loaded. Man. Going to be interesting to see where Deshaun Watson ends up. Right? Going to be very interesting to see where Deshaun Watson ends up. All right, NCAA basketball. You know, again, the uh, madness has begun. So I hope your brackets are still intact after the uh, first day. I hope. You know, how many brackets get destroyed before we even get to the first weekend? Right? How many? How many? You know, as expected, Baylor rolls, right? You know, you knew that. You know, Tennessee, they roll. No surprise there. Providence, a fourth seed wins. You always have a 12 beat of five, like happened with Richmond, 67, Iowa, 63. You had a number nine beat, number eight with a Memphis over Boise State. You know, you have a upset with Michigan over a sixth ranked Colorado State, seventy five to sixty-three. North Carolina destroys Marquette 95 to 63. So those are some uh finals early on in this uh crazy opening round of the NCAA tournament. Uh right now you've got a 12 beaten a five with New Mexico State over Yukon 40 to 33, and you have a number five St. Mary's at the break. Up 12 on Indiana, to 28. And they're just getting to the half with San Diego State leading Creighton 37 to 30. The Zags, they had no problem at all. They were, you know, it was a tight first half in that game. I was, uh, I think it was, what was it, a two point lead, I believe the Zags had at the break over Georgia State. And then they outscored them by uh, 20 in the second half. So a uh, little tight early. And then the Zags uh, blew it open in the second half. So if you want to talk about uh, some NCAA basketball, uh, we can do that as well. Uh, NBA tonight, very quiet with just that lone game uh, with Detroit uh, and Orlando. When you look at the uh, schedule for tomorrow, you have uh, the Kings who, you know, I got to give the Kings credit. You know, I've been hard on them this year and rightfully so. I think I should be hard on them. I think everybody should be hard on them. But you know what? They're playing their asses off right now. Yeah, you can say too little too late. Uh, They got Boston uh, tomorrow night, busy night uh, tomorrow uh, in the NBA. And, you know, the Lakers, as we said, are in a free fall. They're in Toronto. And the other games that are going to, you know, this big game coming up, New Orleans at San Antonio, as both those teams are trying to get into the play-in, so that that's a real big game tomorrow. You know, San Antonio got a buzzer beater the other night to beat Oklahoma City. So now you have New Orleans at San Antonio tomorrow, you know, another big game. That that when I say big game, it's as big as you can get for two teams that are trying to get into the last spot. And then you have Portland uh, at Brooklyn. Let's hope Kevin Durant doesn't tell any fans uh tomorrow night uh to shut the f up and sit down. We one one can only hope. One can only hope. All right, let's move along here on this uh, Thursday and let's talk to Jerry. Jerry, how are you today? I'm fine, great. how are you sir i'm good what's happening buddy
7: you know grant uh i seen your uh, rant this morning about kevin durant you know what i mean i'm so sick and tired of these nba players crying like little girls it's like you know what i mean fans get in trouble they get ejected for saying stuff to these players you know these guys make millions and millions of dollars you know what grow some freaking balls man i mean you know take a little criticism seriously
1: And where's Adam Silver? You know, why does Adam Silver, you know, stay locked up in his office without making comments like this? Adam Silver, as the commissioner of the NBA, needs to come out and say, hey, you know what? This is not acceptable. Uh, This is not going to be tolerated. And... Our league needs to do better. Seriously. I mean, he's so afraid to speak out against any of his players. I I don't understand this. I mean, I can guarantee it. David Stern would be irate over this. And I'm not saying Adam Silver is not irate. He probably is. But you know what? He needs to come out and admonish one of his stars. Come out and make a statement. Come out and say, we will not accept this as a league. You cannot have a superstar telling a fan to shut the F up and sit down. The fan didn't do anything wrong. The fan was basically just, you know, Jane, let's go, Kevin. Take over the game. Like, right. what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? You know, the fan didn't do anything wrong.
7: Grant, I can tell you right now, you know, David Stern is turning in his grave. Rest in peace, Mr. Stern. Yes. And, uh, you, know what, yes. I mean, you know what? I mean, LeBron James, Grant, it's, it's like, you know what? I know these guys are the stars, but you know what? I mean, enough is enough. Stop it. You know, LeBron James says whatever he has to say, and nothing ever happens. You can get fans throwing out that paid these top dollars to watch you guys play they can show a little criticism are you kidding me seriously
1: these guys are so thin-skinned now And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And they now have all the power. They have a commissioner that has given them all this power and they are using it. And guess what? They make so much money. You think Kevin Durant gives a damn if he gets fined 25 or even $50,000, you know, Kevin Durant getting fined $50,000 is like you and me taking a, a dollar bill or a $5 bill out of our wallet. Seriously. That's what it's like. I mean, it's ridiculous. And so there's no deterrent for, you know, doing what they want. They make so much money that they don't care if they get fined. They do what they want and there's no one that slaps their hand. There's no or there there's no one that does more than just slap their hand. You know, the the commissioner needs to come out and make a statement on these things. The commissioner needs to get a hold of his league. The commissioner needs to get a grip on what the hell's going on with his players. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I really don't.
7: Grant, I you know, I make a little bit over fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm a warehouse man, right? I'm going to the game mm-hmm. tomorrow with the Kings, with this, with the Celtics. And you know what? I mean, I I go to the games because you know I don't want all this other drama that's going on in the world. Yep. I go there to have a good time, and it's like you know what? I mean, you know, fans, they can yes, they can be critical about what's going on you know what you you know the players you know what hey guys you know what think about what you have and what other people have you know think about that it's like oh my god really
1: well, think about it. You know, on your salary, you're making a sacrifice to go to the game. In other words, what I mean is you're, you're using your hard earned dollars to go to a sporting event to get away from whatever the real world is. You're hoping to have two and a half hours of a really good time. Could you imagine? Seriously, Jerry, could you imagine being at the game tomorrow and being close enough to the floor and say, come on, guys, let's go, let's go, let's pick it up? And one of the Kings players turning around and going, "Hey, shut the f up and sit your ass down." Could you imagine that? You'd be, you'd probably get up and walk out of the arena, and on the way out, stop at the manager management offices and say, "I demand a full refund, and I will never come back to another game." Seriously, that's what you would probably do.
7: Grant, let me ask you: uh, Why do you think Adam Silver has not said anything about about LeBron James, about Kevin Durant, about any player that acts like that toward the fans? Why?
1: Because he's too afraid. He's too afraid. Uh, I really believe that. I I think he has uh, completely uh, bent over for the stars of the game. And I think he's too afraid of making waves. I believe that. I believe he is. I I believe that. I believe he's too afraid. I think he has completely given the keys to the car, to the NBA, to the stars of the league. And he allows them to pretty much do whatever they want. And it's unfortunate. I think it's really hurt the league. Um, When you have a star uh, and Kevin Durant is a superstar telling a fan who did nothing wrong, hey, you got to shut the F up and sit down. I I, I don't know if there's a worse example of or a, a better example, I should say, not a worse example. It was a worse act, but a better example of players not giving a damn about their fans. Russell Westbrook moaning and crying because fans are chanting Westbrook, Westbrook and he's talking about how it impacts his family. You know what? Stop it already. Would you please? It impacts your family. You know what? You're getting paid $50 million a year and fans are chanting Westbrook, Westbrook. You know what? Good thing you didn't play in New York or Philadelphia. You'd last about 10 minutes in those cities. Go, grow up and play the game and, you know, deal with some criticism. You're on a big stage. You do endorsements that are seen by everyone from coast to coast all right you're a big name and you're you're bothered by fans chanting West brick West brick you know what grow up seriously
7: you know and you would think that with David Stern teaching Adam Silver all the knowledge that he had that Adam Silver would step up to the plate and correct this before it gets any out of control because they're right Brett now Grant you know what Grant? I'm an NBA fan and I love my Kings and you know what you and Carmichael Dave and everybody in Sacramento fought to keep the Kings here. It's, you know, what? I mean, it's just an embarrassment the way this is going on. I mean, it's really sad.
1: Jerry, enjoy your evening. Have a good time at the game tomorrow.
7: Thank you, buddy. You too. All
1: right. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. He's right about that, man. I don't get it. I really don't. And you know, Durant doesn't even care. You know, that's the problem. Cody, you're on with Grant. Hey, Cody, how are you today? Doing good, Grant. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Can you hear me? Same to you, buddy. If you could speak up a little bit, that would be great.
6: Okay. Um, I, I just got a two-part question for you. First, on uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos, you you said that you don't see Denver amounting to much this upcoming season.
1: Well, what I, said, what I meant by that is I think they're going to be right there, but I don't know if they're better – than the other teams in their division. When I look at them, I, I'm not. I'm not ready to just say they're better than Kansas City. They're definitely better than the Chargers or they're better than the Raiders. I don't know if I can make that statement right now. I want to know how long is it going to take for Russell Wilson, Cody, to get into a rhythm, get very comfortable with this new team. Let's just say it doesn't click for a couple of games. That that could set them behind the eight ball. So that that's the only reason why I said that. They're going to be good. I don't know if they're ready. I, I Their division is so tough, Cody, that I, I'm not so sure I can put them ahead of the other teams right now.
6: Okay. <laughs> I, I, I've i never been a Russell Wilson fan after Super Bowl 48, but I guess I'm rooting for him now. So I, I hope The, the guy's
1: good. The guy's the guy's good. He's good. He's going to be very good in Denver. I really believe that, Cody. I think he's going to be really, really good for the Broncos.
6: The highlights look great. And um, the second question I wanted to ask you, Grant, was about your... Uh, at KHTK, if I can, The uh, the final couple weeks when you're on the air... You had used the term All Lives Matter on the air and even Doug Christie agreed with you. I'm wondering why they didn't fire you on the spot then. Why did they wait until DeMarcus Cousin got you into tweeting with him?
1: To, to I don't know. Him? I've always said that. I don't know why. I don't know why that came such a shock. And I believe that, you know, the, the DeMarcus Cousins knew that as well, that I've said all lives matter. I again, I've been very open and very transparent about my remark, all lives matter, every single one, and and what uh, my life is all about and how I was raised and my religion, again, the first principle in the seven principles of Unitarian Universalist is the inherent worth and dignity of every person. That's what I believe in. That's how I was raised. My middle name was named after the minister at the church uh, before I was born. Uh, My middle name is Harrington after the Dr. Reverend uh, Donald Harrington, who was the reverend at my church before I was born and then obviously got to know him through my childhood, going to church there. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I believe in. I'm never going to apologize for saying all lives matter every single one, nor should any person on the planet have to apologize because they believe that all lives matter every single one. And I had said that on the air. I, I don't know why I, I just, we'll, 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 we'll let it, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens, Cody.
6: Okay. Thank you, Grant. Um, all right. Hey, have a good
1: good, night. Hey, you do the same. Yep, take care. I'm still, you know, baffled by why there are some, not many, uh, that feel that that's in some way, shape, or form not proper to say. Well, then fine. Then I'm going to be improper the rest of my life. All right? that's fine. I'll be, you, you can change my middle name from Harrington to improper. Grant Improper Napier. Go ahead. You can change my name. All right. Instead of my middle name being Harrington after the Reverend Dr. Donald Harrington, you can change my name, my middle name. All right. Grant, you know, just call me Grant Improper Napier. We'll make it simple. All right. Because I believe all lives matter every single one. Yeah, that's, that's just, Welcome to our society today. All right. Hey, if you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do that. Wow. I'm looking at these scores in the NCAA. It's a crazy day. Uh, I'm also going to come on a little bit later tomorrow. So we have some more news with the NCAA. So I'll come on tomorrow at 5 o'clock because of uh, the tournament. I know that there are games going on now, too. But I, I want to get some finals on the way before I come on uh, so we can talk about that, all right? So tomorrow, uh, we'll do it again at uh, 5 o'clock. Uh, don't forget about my podcast tomorrow, part two of my Arco Arena memories. Looking very much forward to that. That is tomorrow on If You Don't Like That. Something else I want to talk about, and I haven't mentioned this in a couple of weeks, is Superdraft. And I'll tell you, there are so many fun ways to get involved with Superdraft, particularly now with the NCAA tournament. And there are a lot of free games, and you can do what I've been doing, and that is uh, uh, getting a team together, and this has been great. So if you want to get more information, you can just go right to the sign-up page. You, it's, you can sign up for free, or you can become an elite member, or in between, I'm an elite member. You go to SuperdraftPro.com. SuperDraftPro.com/slash G Napier. All right, and that will put you right where you need to be. SuperDraftPro.com/slash G Napier. N A P E A R. I'll give it to you one more time. SuperDraftPro.com/slash G Napier. And I know a couple of you right now uh, on the sh- on the app uh, are involved with SuperDraft Pro. I have a lot of fun with it. Again, there's a lot of free games. There's a good way to make some uh, residual income on the side. If you want to uh, cultivate a team, there are a lot of different ways of doing that. So uh, have fun with it. Enjoy your college basketball craziness, which uh, is crazy. All right. And again, we've already had a few upsets and we'll probably have a few more before the day is over. NCAA basketball, you know, and I don't watch a lot of college basketball during the year, but... Uh, When the tournament comes, I'm like everyone else. I'm watching it. All right, let's get to some more phone calls here on Listen app. And uh, I put Richard up in queue. Richard, you got to hit your microphone icon. And when you do, you will be on with me. And for those of you that have not called yet, you just do the same thing and we'll get you on. Richard, you're on with Grant. How are you today?
8: Hey, I'm doing great, Grant. Good morning from Thailand. I'm in Phuket, Thailand listening to your program.
1: You you are kidding me.
8: All the way over here. No, I swear uh, to God, I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting here looking out the water right now.
1: Wow, I love Phuket. What a beautiful, beautiful yeah. area. I love Phuket. How long yeah. are you there for?
8: Yeah, well, actually, today's our last day. We've been in Thailand for three weeks, and we went to Bangkok, wow. then we went to Chiang Mai, and we've spent the last week in Phuket, and uh, it's just uh, it's beautiful. We've had a really good time. Oh, yeah, but, I love uh, Phuket. What a, what a beautiful
1: area. Yeah. Uh, how how how's the uh, tourism industry uh there is it starting to pick up again
8: it's picking up a little bit we've done we've done two tours in the five day you know six days
1: that... well as he says that we just lost him you there richard well
8: yeah hold on a second. maybe
1: my tech oh no problem Yeah, i got you now Did yeah. you go to pp yeah, island yeah. uh-huh how sure is that spectacular? Yeah. It was, isn't it, it peep, it's unbelievable. Yeah,
8: yeah, the monkeys up on the hillside, did you see them? Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yep, love it. But that I'll tell was, you PP PP Island is ahead. absolutely that whole tour is yeah. maybe as beautiful as any place I've ever been in the world.
8: Yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome. But uh but yeah, so I'm glad you had a chance to make it over here. And uh, again, uh, it today's actually the first day that it woke, we woke up and it was pouring down, you know, it's raining and thunder uh-huh. and stuff, but we've had phenomenal weather. It's been really well, nice. Well, good for you. Well, have, yeah, a, safe trip. have a safe trip back real, home. I, the, the main reason I wanted to call you is, I. well, it's interesting because of our time change. Of course, we're already Friday morning here. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, about 8 o'clock. Um, but... Uh, I did wanted to see what you thought about. Uh, I was really impressed in yesterday's game. Of course, I've been able to watch. I've been watching the game first thing when I get up, you know, because it's.
1: Sure. Uh, I just lost Richard again. Yeah, Richard, you're coming in and out. I mean, you're, you sound great. I think I got your back. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, Richard, yeah. can I you can hear can me? Hear you. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Go
8: ahead. So you're yeah. watching the game. Yeah. yeah. Talk about you were saying you were yeah. impressed with the game. Divincenzo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really high on him. I think he's really going to come into be a good player for the Kings. I'm really excited about having him on board. Well, you What's know, he, the reason why
1: the reason why Milwaukee traded him, he had ankle surgery and he never responded. He was not playing well. He was not the same player. But you can see the last few games. You know, it looks like he's getting the minutes. The ankle looks like it's fine. He's a really good player. You know what he does? He does everything well. He's a tremendous guy in a locker room and he plays his ass off. The fans are going to love this guy. Uh, D. Vincenzo is this. He's going to be a fan favorite in Sacramento. Make no mistake about it. Hey, Richard, I'm going to put you back in the audience, okay. and I just want to say thank you very much for calling from Phuket, Thailand, one of the real beautiful places on the globe. That's awesome, man. And I'm glad you got to PP Island, and uh, I hope you went to, what is the other, Phang Na? I hope you did the canoe trip out there in the caves. Thailand's a, an amazing, amazing country, and I'm very happy for you that you had a chance to uh, experience it, and you're still there. And, it's the last day. Man, that's unbelievable. Good for you. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Let's get to Alfred. Hey, Al, how are you?
2: I'm good, Nate. Can you hear me?
1: I sure can. Go hey, ahead, buddy.
2: Hey, listen. I'm talking to you on my. I'm in my truck on my radio, man. I'm figuring it out, buddy.
1: Hey, I'm impressed. I'm you know what? I'm well, impressed, I'm Al. I'm impressed.
2: I <laughs> hey, here's my... I'm different. impressed. I like it. Alfred... I ain't woke, and I don't want to be woke. How about that? Chagru.
1: Hey, I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yes, indeed.
2: Hey, I remember you speaking to DiVincenzo, because I called. I didn't know much about him and, uh, when the trade went down, and you were very high on him. You spoke just now. You were saying, you know, he just had the the injuries, and, you know, sometimes teams get, you know, for lack of a better perspective maybe you get a little frustrated when the guy's hurt but oh, yeah, it's good to see that he's uh definitely not just a throw-in peach you know he can really yeah uh, yeah could be yep uh, and uh, as far as uh my Rams, man you know Von Miller all that you know, I felt that how, how I can't have fallen for this, Dave. I mean, you know, we're just, I'm a year older than you. I actually was believing that, you know, he might sign for less money because I knew the Rams couldn't throw the bank at him because they still got to pay Donald and, and Stafford. So I started thinking, oh, he wants to run it back after the Super Bowl, come back and play again. But then there comes the almighty Benjamin, you know, the 120 million of them. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how could I fall for that, man, thinking, oh, he he would love to stay and, and, and try for another Super Bowl, and he loved L.A., and then I fell into it. I just, like, I became a, a fan, thinking like a fan. You can't do that.
1: <laughs> You're killing me. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. I, I,
2: you know, I don't. I can't fault the guy for, but, you know, hey, you know, that's all not warm and fuzzy until, you know, here's 120 minutes. I'm sure you had to have this conversation with uh, – your sons as they were growing up and watching sports and starting to like teams and players. And Hey dad, you know, how come he wants to leave here to go there? You know what I mean? Cause well, son yep. cause they're there. You're thinking like a man, which I used to tell my kids, you're thinking like a fan. That's why I tell my kids, my nephew got to think the money, where is the money? You know? Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's unfortunate, but I I still like uh, they got a good receiver though. I'm like, they picked up Alan Robinson. I think he's the kind of guy that you know. I play fantasy and I got on Super Pro and he was my high a high draft for me last year. It didn't work out, but I fell into the trap of Justin Fields having a great preseason. How many times you said it's preseason? You know it, it it's like it's, it's more vanilla than, than Dairy Queen, and, and and so he didn't have a good year because. Uh, Fields kind of, you know, struggled a bit. But well, I think he can definitely put some numbers up with, with Stafford and some of the players around him. So I like that move. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that I think it is going to be very good. I think he can put some numbers up with Stafford. I mean, listen, Stafford can throw the ball. We get that. I, I You know, and now uh, here's the other deal. He got over the huge hurdle of can he get the job done in the playoffs? And I just think now he's uh, going to be so free-spirited out there uh, the question is, will the Rams have a Super Bowl hangover, which happens a lot with teams?
2: Yeah, I agree. What, what, my one nephew is, what do you think? You think the Raiders gave up too much for Devontae? I don't think so, because the guy's legitimate.
1: No, they're trying to win right now. He, yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I think if you can get a Devontae Adams and what he's done, uh, you, you now have a legitimate, bona fide top receiver in the NFL on your squad. And... It, in that division, you better be able to score points because you know Kansas City. You know that the Chargers and the Broncos are going to be able to score. You better—it's going to be a track meet out there in the AFC West. It is going to be a track meet. Oh, it's going to be that, that's, thats its going to be fireworks. But anyway, thanks for taking my call, buddy. That's uh, this is Al. I ain't woke, so don't try to wake me. I'm signing off. Have a good night. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> oh wow. All right, man. It's good to get a laugh. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Oh, good stuff. Love hearing from Al. Just what a great spirit he is. That is absolutely uh, beautiful. All right. Uh, New Mexico State and UConn locked up in a close game, 52-48. 12 seed New Mexico State currently leading with 6.40 left in the game, 52-48. to uh, Kentucky and St. Peter's in a tight game. It is to 50-48. With uh, 10 minutes left in that game, uh, Kentucky is a number 2 seed. So, I mean, obviously that would be a huge upset if they fall to St. Peter's. I, I can't imagine that happening. Uh, St. Mary's is rolling over Indiana, a 5-over, 12-45-29. And San Diego State, an 8-seed, is leading Creighton 39-32 with a minute 40 gone by. In the second half, uh, the Zags win, the Baylor Bears win, the Volunteers of Tennessee win, uh, Providence wins, Richmond upsets a number five seed Iowa 67-63, uh, Memphis beats Boise State a nine over an eight, uh, uh, number 11 Michigan beats Colorado State uh, 75-63, to North Carolina rolls over Marquette an eight over a nine, those are some of the scores that we have in the finals uh, from this action. All right, let's get back to uh, some phone calls here and Jerry, Jerry, what's up, man?
7: Hey, Grant, you know, I got one more thing, Grant. Uh, do you think with Russell Wilson going back to uh, the Denver Broncos, you think that's going to be tough for the Raiders to make it into the postseason?
1: Again, I think it's going to be hard for all those teams to make it into the postseason because your division is so hard right now that you 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 only have one divisional winner and the other are wild cards. Well, if you beat each other up in the division, while, let's say, a team outside of your division you know, has an easier divisional schedule and can pad their win total, um, yeah, it is going to make it more difficult to be in the playoffs because I don't see anyone in the AFC West rolling over one another. In other words, you know, you play six divisional games, you, you, you're going to lose some of those games. The, the division is just too well balanced. So it is, it is, I think it's going to be more difficult uh, to make the playoffs you know, as a wild-card team in the AFC West. I think the runner-up automatically will be in, but I don't know about any other teams just because of that divisional schedule. It's going to be fun. You know, it is really going to be fun to watch, you know?
7: And and do you think, uh, with R- Russell Wilson being gone from Seattle, you think that's going to help San Francisco? Because, you know, Seattle has always yes. had San Francisco's number.
1: Yes. Uh, it is definitely going to to help San Francisco. Make no mistake about it. Uh, Seattle is clearly in a rebuilding mode and the Niners have, that's been a nemesis for them. So absolutely. Jerry, have a good evening, man. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, move on. Yeah, that is for the Niners, addition by subtraction, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That, That is a big, big, move for San Francisco, getting Russell Wilson uh, out of the division. Don't forget, tomorrow, uh, again, we'll come on at uh, 5 o'clock because I want to get some uh, NCAA basketball under our belt uh, so we can talk about that. Uh, The Kings tomorrow at home uh, against the uh, Celtics. You know, the Celtics are a team that's been very interesting to keep an eye on because they're playing – very well, right now. They won eight of 10, and they have climbed ahead of Chicago for the fourth speed, although only by a half game. They're even in the loss column. But while Chicago has lost seven of 10, Boston has won eight of 10, and they have been able to significantly improve their seeding in the East. So, again, tomorrow you have Boston. In Sacramento. And again, the Celtics are playing very, very well. They have won 8 of 10. And boy, did they embarrass the Golden State Warriors the other night. Man. Wow. That game that Curry uh, got hurt. If you're just joining me, Curry MRI did not reveal structural damage. But he has a sprained foot. They do expect him back for the beginning of the playoffs. But man, a sprained foot. that, That can be... Something that really lingers. All right, Detroit, the only game in the NBA tonight. Uh, They are leading Orlando 106-294. And let me update the uh, Marvin Bagley numbers, who's been playing pretty well. He now has 18 points and 9 rebounds. Marvin Bagley. Wouldn't it just be the King's luck, seriously, that Marvin Bagley goes to another team and ends up being a double-double guy every night? Right? Wouldn't that just be typical? Bagley tonight is 7 of 14. He's 2 of 5 from 3. He's got nine rebounds and 18 points. You know, and I read his numbers a couple of moments ago in his last five games. He's play, playing pretty well. Playing pretty well. Again, his last five games 19 and 10, 10 and 6, 20 and 11, 15 and 8. 13-6, and six, and he's going to have another double-double tonight. You know, good for him. Good for him. I'm not – listen, I, I I, don't condone a lot of the things that happened in Sacramento, and I think he was largely responsible for many of them because, after all, you got to take ownership of your career, not your dad. You know, I thought of social media nonsense last summer. Yeah, I didn't think he was the most professional guy in the world, all right? But, yeah, just in my – time of being around Marvin, I found him to be a nice guy. I found him to be humble. I just think he got caught up in a a family dynamic that he didn't know how to handle. I just, it's the way I look at it. For the season now, all right, for the season, Bagley is averaging 23 minutes a game, shooting just over 49%. Liability at the line at 65%, 10.5 points, 7.2 rebounds for his regular season numbers this year. But again, his last 10 games, much better, much better. All right. If you want to get on the show before we wrap it up, Lando, a lot of people are following the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, Just, we can do it. All right, I'm going to come on tomorrow again at 5. I want to get some games under our belt before I start the show. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more, you know, about uh, the Kings and the Celtics who get ready to play tomorrow night as well. We'll get you ready for the weekend. Uh, NCAA basketball, again, is the taking center stage. We've got that NFL news with Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, which is absolutely still unbelievable to me. I, I just I, I, I saw that. I was just blown away. All right, latest update, New Mexico State, one point better than UConn, four minutes left. That game's going down to the wire. St. Peter's right now is leading Kentucky. Wow, a 15 over at two, albeit by one point, seven and a half minutes remaining. St. Mary's is going to beat Indiana. Uh, San Diego State is leading Creighton now, 41 to 36, with uh, just under 16 minutes left to go in the second half of that game. The games to keep an eye on right now, Kentucky down two, against St. Peter's and UConn and New Mexico State separated by just a point, all right? And then, you know, San Diego State and Creighton's a tight game. It is a 41-36. to So those are some very nail-biting games, particularly that number two seed Kentucky against St. Peter's. That game now 58-58 with seven minutes left to go. In the half, so I've got all these games on in front of me. I'm monitoring all of them, and uh, that's why I wanted to come on a little bit later today to get into the mix of the tournament. We'll do the same thing tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll come on again at five o'clock, uh, five o'clock Pacific, uh, eight o'clock Eastern. And don't forget my podcast tomorrow with my Arco Arena memories. You going to the you going to the old barn on Saturday for the last time? reminisce some of the great memories. You know, maybe you're going with a son or a daughter. They never got a chance to experience that. They weren't alive. Or maybe you were there at ARCO 1, you know, with the 10,333-seat facility, and then, you know, the new ARCO, which is now going to be torn down. That's uh, that's coming up on Saturday, your last opportunity. Eli, how are you today, Eli? Hey,
5: Grant. Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, buddy. What's going on?
5: Good. Do you know if anybody is um, like any former player is going to be at that uh, Arco event? Maybe I should know this already, but do, do you know I, any I, I, names I, that might be there?
1: I, I have not been keeping track of who's going and who's not. I really, I don't know. Um, I have, no, I do not know the answer to that.
5: Yeah, I imagine they'll probably somebody will show up that we <laughs> that we're not expecting. So I'm I'm on the fence <laughs> if I want to go to it or not.
1: Yeah, I I can't answer that. I really don't know the. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um I haven't yeah. I haven't been paying attention. I'm not going and obviously it doesn't interest me right now, so I haven't really been paying attention other than the actual event, you know? So yeah. I wish I could I wish I could give you some more information. I really do, but in this particular this this particular situation I can't help you. I don't know.
5: Oh, no worries, Grant. Hey, uh, one other question. Um, you mentioned a while back that, you know, you're looking to go to the next level and take over Sacramento again. Do you have yeah. like a time frame on that on when you expect that to happen?
1: Yes. Uh, sometime before the start of football season next year.
5: Nice. Okay. So yeah, not too far away then in the future.
1: Yes. <laughs> yep. I'll keep everybody yeah. up to date and posted on my plans, but, um, I've got, uh, I've got my fingers crossed, all right? It's not definite, uh, but I have a couple of – I've got some special people that are in my corner that are talking to me that want Mm -hmm. this thing to take off, and that's all I can say right now. I'll tell you this. uh, One thing I can say, the support that I have received and continue to receive, particularly – from the people in Sacramento has been very humbling to me. Uh, I have had the most amazing experience of people reaching out to me over the last year and a half plus, have had some phenomenal conversations with people, have had people that have wanted to help me, have had people that have had ideas for me, have had uh, not only the emotional support Uh, but giving me ideas of how to move this in the right direction. And one individual in particular that even wants to do more than that, I'm going to be meeting with that individual next month in Sacramento, and I'm very much looking forward to the possibilities that lay ahead. So I I can only say that, Eli, I can't really say much more, but I have been touched by so many people in the greater Sacramento area that, and I'll tell you, Eli, I mean this, not a day goes by where I don't get a message on social media or on my YouTube page from someone saying, hey, man, you know, we miss you. What happened to you was so bad or, hey, we support you or what have you. People that I don't even know, even today, you know, I lost my job was June 2nd, uh, 2020, and I'm still receiving amazing messages on a daily basis. So I'm grateful for all the people in Sacramento. And listen, I was on the air for 26 years on radio talking with, most of the, I mean, it was pretty amazing. I I have, you know, fathers call me and tell me that they listened to my show as a kid growing up. And now that they're a dad, they had their son or daughter listening to my show. I mean, it's really a trip. It really is amazing. You know, I started doing that show in October of 1995. And let's face it, I, I feel like, you and so many others are a part of my life. I know I'm a part of your life and I don't want that to end. You know, I want it to keep going. And that's why I was so excited when this app was developed, because it gives me a chance to talk to people like you live every day, interact with people. And, you know, I get off on that, man. That makes me really happy. I love doing it.
5: Yeah, that's great. Don't forget about us, uh, about us little people, you know, when you make it big again.
1: Hey, listen, I'm not I I have never forgotten about anybody, uh, whether what it, and I know you're joking, but I will say this. That's the one one of the thing about my profession. I've never looked at myself any different than anybody else just because I made a living in front of the camera or in front of the microphone. I've just considered myself, you know, a normal guy that loves doing normal things, that loves having normal conversations with people. And what by that, I mean, I, there are some people I've met in this business who have gigantic egos. I've always tried to keep myself grounded and not be like that. I don't want to be that guy that doesn't have time for fans, doesn't have time to talk to strangers. I don't, I've don't. i never wanted to be that guy. I've always wanted to be just like anyone else and never wanted to be looked upon differently just because I made my living in a public fashion. Yeah, I'm a public figure in Northern California, but I'm just like you and anybody else. That's the way I've always tried to live my life. Yeah, that's great. Eli, I'm sorry, man. I hit the wrong button. Eli, come back on. I want to finish my conversation with you. I, I, I'm bad there. There we go. See, Eli, you got me. Uh, you got me rattled there. I actually hit the uh button. There you go. You're back with me. Eli. go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought, buddy.
5: No, no worries. I was just gonna say that's unique to hear. Um, you know, somebody who had a position like yours to be that down to earth and open minded and interactive. You know, you don't see that a lot. So obviously, we appreciate it.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: You know who I learned that from? You know, I learned that from my dad. But professionally, you want to know where I first got that from? I've, I've, I, I, the, the great Chick Hearn, the, the great, great, great announcer for all those decades from the L.A. Lakers, I used to watch Chick at the end of games uh, stick around and sign autographs and take pictures with all of the people That waited for him and i always thought wow that's chick freaking hern and if chick hern can do that i will always do that i always would stop and take a picture with a fan always had time for fans before the game or after the game unless i was on camera or unless i could not speak to somebody because i was working and i would say hey come down after and i'll do it and i would literally have fans come down after the game and I would get up from my broadcast position and I would see them there and I would take pictures and talk to them. And I, I learned that from Chick Hearn when I was in my first year of doing the NBA. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget Chick doing that both at the Great Western Forum. I remember him doing it at ARCO Arena and I remember, wow, okay, that's Chick Hearn making time for the fans. And I was like, I will always do that. And I always have done that. And um, that, but, but Chick was a great role model for me. Chick Hearn came up to me My first ever game, you know, I was just a kid doing the first ever, I say a kid, I was 28, but I was doing my first ever game at the Great Western Forum and I was at the game three hours ahead of time and Chick was already at the game at his broadcast position and Chick walks over to me at the press box at the Great Western Forum and said, hey, I just want to introduce myself. I said, hey, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Grant Napier and, you know, I'm new. And he said, listen, he goes, whatever you need, you just speak up. And we'll make sure it happens for you. We're very blessed to have you here. Welcome to Los Angeles. And he could not have been nicer and more welcoming. And again, this was Chick Hearn, the legendary voice of the Lakers, coming up to me. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget this. The last time I had Chick Hearn on my radio show was in Sacramento. And... You know, I always used to have Chick on my show when the Kings and the Lakers played. And I don't know if Chick does this to everyone that he spoke to or, or what have you. But at the end of the interview, Chick said, I just want to say something. I said, yes. He said, I, I hope that the fans in Sacramento realize how lucky they are to have you as their announcer. And I was just like, I I, I I didn't even know what to say other than Chick. I really appreciate that, man. That is very nice of you. Now, I don't know if Chick said that to everyone that he did an interview with, but it didn't matter to me. The fact that he said that just stuck with me, and I just thought, man, that is the epitome of class right there. What a class act. What an epitome of class to have Chick Hearn come on my radio show and make that statement to the fans of Sacramento. Whether he believed that or not, the fact that he said it, I will never, ever forget it.
5: Yeah, amazing. That sounds like a great Amazing is
1: right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey,
5: one last thing, Grant. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe you've already thought about this, but um, have you ever considered next time you're in Sacramento doing like a happy hour or getting even a venue so some of your uh, friends on here can pound a beer with you or yes.
1: something? <laughs> yes, I have. And that's another thing we're working on.
5: Oh, awesome. Because I would love to go to something yep. like that.
1: Thanks, Eli. I appreciate it. I appreciate your support. Uh, enjoy the evening and uh, really appreciate you listening here.
5: Thanks, Grant. Take care.
1: All right. Thank you, Eli. Really appreciate it. All right. So, you want an update on some college basketball? Before we adjourn, Kentucky has found life. They are up 68 62 now on 15th ranked St. Peters with four minutes left. New Mexico State. With 23 seconds left, is leading UConn 66-63. That's a 12 over a 5. St. Mary's is rolling over Indiana. San Diego State now 8 better than Creighton as they approach the halfway mark of the second half. Really appreciate you joining me today. We're going to do it again tomorrow, same time. So be well. Thanks for your calls. Enjoy the NCAA tournament, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Remember, 5 o'clock Pacific tomorrow right here on Listen Up, and my podcast tomorrow, Part 2, of my Arco Arena memories. So long, everybody.
0: 18 plus.